My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 11th of July. I'm Sam Kozlowski. I'm Zara Seidler. You may have noticed there's a new social media app causing a frenzy. Twitter has some new competition headed to the App Store today. Facebook and Instagram's parent company Meta launching Threads overnight. Threads is having a huge first week, attracting over 70 million people to the platform. But with Elon Musk threatening to sue Meta for stealing Twitter's intellectual property. The company accusing Meta of poaching former employees to create what it calls a copycat application. Is this all going to end with a fight in the courts? Or will we see Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg battle it out in a cage match? We'll let you know in the deep dive. But first, Zara, what is making headlines? Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe has told Channel 9 she will not seek re-election after her six-year term ends in 2028. Thorpe has represented Victoria in the Senate since 2020. She represented the Greens before quitting the party this year. Australia's annual plastic consumption each year produces the same amount of greenhouse gases as 5.7 million cars. The findings were in a report from the Australian Marine Conservation Society and WWF Australia. It forecasts that plastic emissions will more than double by 2050 under current projections. At least six people have been killed in a stabbing attack at a kindergarten in China. Three children, two parents and a teacher are the victims, according to AFP news agency. A suspect has been arrested. And today's good news is in the eye of the beholder, I think. A new population of a rare native rodent species has been detected in Victoria. The broad-toothed rat was found by a four-year-old detection dog named Moss. The discovery has been hailed as a win for conservation efforts of the declining species and a loss for Zara Seidler. (laughs) Zara, are you on threads yet? I am on threads. How are you finding it? Um, Look, I think it's pretty. Like, I think that it is aesthetically very pleasing to scroll on. I think that it promotes hot takes. And I myself am not someone that is good at hot takes. I, like, take a long time to be funny. Takes me quite a bit of explanation, which is probably taking away from the joke. And that doesn't feel like the platform for me. It definitely feels like people are trying to find their feet on the platform. And Not the Daily Oz, though. No, we are. Our feet are firmly on the ground. We're, we're, taking, <laughs> we're taking everything in our stride over on Threads. Um, but we are, all jokes aside, still trying to work out what we can offer on Threads that we can't offer on Instagram. And it's even hard to know how to describe your activity on the platform. At the moment, I'm settling on I threaded something, but we haven't quite found our groove there. We haven't. Um, and I feel like this is a really annoying thing to listen to if you're not on threads and don't know what it is we're talking about. If you're not one of the 70 million. Exactly. So way to to give people FOMO. Um, Do you want to take us back to the beginning? What is threads? What do people need to know? So threads is a text-based social media app. It's owned by Meta and that's the parent company of Facebook and Instagram. It does have a bit of a look and feel like Twitter. It's supposed to be a text-based extension of Instagram. And the way that you get a Threads account is literally one click and it imports over your existing Instagram account handle and people you follow. And it's really easy to set up and get started. That's something I want to talk about later because I think that is the key to its success. But 
Go on. So Threads users are allowed to post up to 500 characters in length and videos of up to five minutes. Now that's compared to Twitter's limits of 280 characters and two and a half minute videos for unverified accounts. And it certainly has taken off. Over the weekend, Mark Zuckerberg posted on Threads that the app had 70 million users, which he said was way beyond their expectations. And just based on the conversations I'm having and even seeing things on other platforms like LinkedIn or even on Twitter, it really does feel like the launch has been a huge success. Look, I think that while the interface is quite nice to look at and it's something new, a lot of its success can be attributed to the fact that it is super easy to migrate across from Instagram. They make it, it's like one click and you're there. And when you're there, after integrating everyone from Instagram, you feel like that community is already built in for you. It's very familiar faces and yeah. you're seeing very familiar accounts be active on the platform. But there are a few criticisms of threads. There are some features that people love on Twitter that don't exist yet on threads, particularly like no discovery page and no ability to pin posts. There's also been a really interesting discussion online about the data that Threads asks for when you download it as an app onto your phone. And there are some concerns that it's quite invasive with what it connects to. And there's also some criticism about what happens if you want to delete your Threads account. So at the moment, to delete your Threads account, you actually need to also delete your Instagram account. Although the CEO of Instagram, Adam Masseri, has said they're working on changing that. I mean, all, all of those criticisms seem very logical and well thought out. The one thing that I keep coming back to is why did they build a separate app? Why was it not just an integration on Instagram? Why are you taking people away from Instagram to another app that has exactly the same feel as Instagram if they were confident with Instagram, wouldn't they have just built that feature in? But I guess they've always run their business on that. I mean, they own WhatsApp and they I own mean, they Facebook. they probably are doing a bit better than me when it comes yeah, to business. Yeah, I think we'll leave the social media <laughs> networks to the pros. But what's really interesting about the social media landscape is that you can't isolate the launch of threads from what else has happened in social media land, particularly what's happened at Twitter. Yeah, the timing, I mean... It was quite impeccable. It was clearly dropped at a time when people are beginning to turn away from Twitter or where there's at least some controversy with Twitter, right? Well, people have been feeling this way about Twitter for a while. It all started in April of last year when Twitter announced it had agreed to a full takeover by billionaire Elon Musk for about $44 billion US dollars. I read a stat over the weekend that said that Elon Musk could have bought the 16 biggest football teams in the world for how much he paid for Twitter. But soon after Musk announced the takeover, he tried to abandon the deal in July, and then he eventually agreed to go through with the deal after Twitter brought legal action against him. When he took ownership of the company, he fired about half of Twitter's staff and announced they would change how verification worked. So that blue tick that was next to the Daily Oz's account, for example. Excuse me, and our names. Yeah. It was very upsetting. You needed to now pay for that blue tick. There's been plenty of dramatic moments since then. There was a time that Musk briefly banned some journalists who were writing about him, and he banned the account Elon Jet, which tracked his private jet's movements across the globe. There was even a time where he posted a poll asking if he should step down from Twitter as the CEO. Which he has done. Which he did do. Linda Yaccarino took over the job in June, but Musk is very much an active force of the company. The latest chapter in the Twitter saga was only last week when Elon Musk announced restrictions on how many tweets you could see per day, and that really angered users. 
That actually coincided quite nicely with Threads bringing forward their planned release date, some speculating they did so to capitalise on the chaos at Twitter. And so in light of that, I mean, there's clearly a tension between the two platforms and between the two billionaires who are in control of them. How has Twitter actually responded to the rise of threads, especially, I mean, considering there were 70 million people who joined in a weekend or whatever it was? So Twitter is basically claiming threads is copying them and is planning on suing. In a legal letter first published by news outlet Semaphore, Twitter lawyer Alex Spiro accused Meta of systemic, willful and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. And remember how I said that after Musk took over Twitter, he fired thousands of staff? Well, Twitter's lawyers now have accused Meta of hiring dozens of former Twitter staff members to build threads. The letter said Twitter would strictly enforce its intellectual property rights. Elon Musk tweeted that competition is fine, cheating is not. Unsurprisingly, Meta denies the allegations, saying they didn't have any former Twitter engineers working on the app. It's worth mentioning that the US copyright law doesn't actually protect ideas. So this case is unlikely to hold up in court unless Twitter can prove that its own intellectual property was stolen. Something here like programming codes, for example. So Sam, before we finish, every week in our newsletter, which you can sign up to in our show notes, we do something in the intro called Two Truths and a Lie. And it's basically that we present three headlines, two of them are True, as the name would yeah imply, and one of them is a lie. And a couple of weeks ago, we did a two truths and a lie that was Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have agreed to a cage fight. Yeah. When I read it, thought it was a lie. Turns out it's true. Very much true. Elon Musk caught wind that a competitor to Twitter was going to be announced by Mark Zuckerberg, and he challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a cage match. Zuckerberg then posted a screenshot of that tweet and wrote a caption of "Send me location." Musk then suggested Vegas, a very good place to have a cage fight. The New York Times actually have reported that the pair have been in conversations with the UFC to organize this throwdown of the billionaires. Of course, there's been all the appropriate internet commentary about how Zuckerberg does indeed do martial arts and (laughs) Elon Musk isn't exactly known for his athletic ability. But honestly, they can throw all the punches they like in a cage. I think the real winner here is going to be which of these two social platforms actually does emerge victorious in an extremely tumultuous time for short text-based social media. Uh, Hearing about two of the world's most powerful men wanting to fight in a cage uh, brought something to mind, a phrase to mind. Mm. And then it turns out that Elon Musk thought the very same and he tweeted, and I'll just put a bit of a parental advisory on this one, Uh, but Elon Musk tweeted, I propose a literal dick measuring contest. (laughs) I'm so sorry to all the families listening right now. Um, We would never descend into this normally at the Daily Oz. No, but all jokes aside, I think just as a last note, there is something to be said for the fact that these two men who are agreeing to a cage fight are also in control of two of the biggest social media platforms in the world. And with that comes great responsibility for how democratic messages are conveyed and communicated. And I think, if nothing else, we should just think about that in times like this. Thank you for joining us on The Daily Oz this morning. If you learned something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every morning. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.